This is Ouija Boards and Midnight Marks, where a spirit board conversation sparked our spiritual evolution. I'm Shale. And I'm Cheyenne. And each week, we explore a world where there is much more than meets the eye. So pour yourself a drink and join us as we cheers to a witch in good time. Happy Halloween in July. Surprise! It's Summerween, witches! And I bet people are super surprised because they're like, oh my god, they have their shit together and are dropping a bonus episode out of the freaking blue. What? You're giving us a lot of credit considering- Who are these people? (laughs) Considering this is a shit together episode, but- (laughs) We put planning into it. We planned it. We did. We had- it. We had a discussion, which is one discussion more than we usually have. So we followed through. Hi, witches. How's your summer been? Hot. So hot. It's been hot, too hot, not enough pumpkin flavored things. Summer's bullshit. We all know this. I, you know, as I get older, because I am a summer baby born in July. That's true. And you're a summer baby this week. Wish my yeah. favorite co-host a happy birthday. Yes. I'm 29 and actually 29, not just saying that I'm 29. <laughs> Yay. That's so exciting. Um, but we're 29 has been one of the worst years of my life. So I hope yours is better. Well, I have that to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> it is my Saturn return. So it's, I'm sure it'll be bumpy, but good things will come of it anyway what I was saying is even though I'm a summer baby and I used to really love summer the older I get the less I seem to really love it and I also think it's probably living in northern Colorado too where it's basically the desert here yeah it's the mountain of deserts or the desert of mountains I don't (laughs) know but (laughs) it's stupid hot for being this close to the Rockies I don't know what's up but yeah I feel like so much of what made summer fun when we were kids too, was the fact that we were kids and right. There's like that magic. Yeah. Just like no school. You could go play in the woods all day. This was like flip phone summers where you were like still kind of off the grid. Kale and I would just have weird photo shoots in our backyards. (laughs) Or we, that's usually the time of year we'd get ideas like, let's go find a Ouija board and (laughs) talk to the dead. (laughs) Exactly. That's when we go fuck shit up. Break into old abandoned buildings. Yeah. Good times. Those Idaho summers. So what are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking a vodka OJ. Oh, dang. Because it's the only thing I had in my house. Okay. So that's me as well. (laughs) Uh, we have just my husband and I just decided we're just not keeping alcohol in the house because hashtag adults (laughs) but I was like crap I don't I think it's been a hot minute since I've had anything alcoholic on here usually I'm just on here with a tea or something cozy and I'm not running races right now it's moving into the fall and so I was like I better have something in the house and tucked in the back of the fridge was the summer beer of summer beers a singular of them an individual corona Corona. an individual corona I was like oh that's serendipitous so I'm going to drink that today that's amazing I love it using what we have exactly 
we also don't really keep alcohol in the house. Um, this is vodka that I usually use as an offering for my grandma Susie. <laughs> yeah, any vodka we have in the house I use for tinctures. <laughs> like so. Thanks for sharing, Grams. And uh, you know, Thanks she she was a fan of a vodka OJ. So we're just we're honoring the ancestors today. You go, Grandma Susie. Yeah, she was badass. Yeah, all of my vodkas are labeled like do not touch medicine only. <laughs> Yes. In case we get like friends that come over or whatever, and they think that there's like free reign to the alcohol, like no, no medicine making. <laughs> All right. Well, let's shuffle some cards. See what, what so energy. Long. I know what energy we're hanging out with this summer. Ooh, that was loud. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Did we get a jumper? Dude, if it's three of cups or whatever, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? It like, no. like watched it jump. It fell out. I mean, it's not my fault that we're such good friends. <laughs> this tarot deck only wants to celebrate our friendship. That actually does sound really bad. Like it sounds like I'm annoyed by our right. Closeness. Like God forbid. <laughs> like it's not the freaking three of cards or three of cups again, is it? Like freaking hate that card. <laughs> um, creepy door sounds cool. That was really oh, three of cups, as we know, embodies the vibrant, loving atmosphere of true friendship. The three reminds us to take time to be joyous, to celebrate, and to show gratitude to the wonderful people who bring love and happiness into our lives. Three festively painted teacups sit stacked upon each other, the calm, quiet remains of a joyful gathering of friends. Each cup is unique in its ornamentation, but they complement each other quite well. A large purple rose sits in the foreground. The rose is in its fullest bloom, symbolizing mature, healthy, vibrant friendship. Two candles in the background have been burning for a while, but have plenty of time remaining to burn. Take time to enjoy yourself and the wonderful people around you. Go out and celebrate, dance, laugh, and be happy. Show gratitude to the many wonderful friends and family members in your life. Aww. The feels. Honestly, Three of Cups is great. Three of Cups is like our mascot card. And I just feel like it's a great, it's a great summer embodiment card too. Like that's the energy of summer. It's mm -hmm. like, and the energy of what we're doing today too. We're playing a game. We're spending time just like getting to know the people we love. Um, and it's just, it's going to be a really fun, cozy time. So it's, it's actually fine that the tarot deck wants us to continue to celebrate this. I appreciate it because this is worth celebrating and adult friendships are hard and relationships in general are hard. So when you find ones that really click and work and you can get through all sorts of weird life nonsense together, it's worth celebrating it. Oh, I love you. I love you. <laughs> and I love all of you listening. If you're here today, you are a part of that coven. You are a part of three of cups. That energy exists because of you too. So thank you for hanging out with us. And hopefully this is a nice little wet for your whistle before we come back at Samhain with season four, which is crazy. Which we actually promised to come back on Samhain this year. We are making it happen. We're coming back on Samhain. We, we have some really interesting topics we're going to dive into, some different kind of stuff, some new magic, some old magic. 
some new guests, some old guests. It's going to be great. I can't freaking wait. Every season just gets more exciting. Like we've just met some of the most amazing people along the way. And I always come back from each season, just feeling like we've grown so much more as people and yeah, I'm just stoked. I agree. It's why we needed this therapy of podcast land. We were missing it. We needed to reconnect to our people, to our magic. So we're here. What are we going to do today? How are we celebrating summer ween? So we're being total millennials today. So speaking of summer nostalgia, <laughs> so for those who did not know high school version of Cheyenne and myself, we were YouTube fucking addicts. Like the problem. <laughs> honestly, I'm still very much into YouTube, but we were there for the Smosh days. Um, we were there for the Fred days. We even bought the merch people like Cheyenne. Literally own. No. Oh, sad. I don't still own my Fred shirt. I don't know why. I don't know. I, I don't actively remember getting rid of it. It probably just got too small and I used it as a rag is the real answer to that. All right. Fred shirt. Yeah. No, we had the merch. Dude, and we would sit there and watch freaking Smosh for hours. 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 I love them so much. I still love them. They have a very special place in my heart. And especially like the very first videos we watched were those like life is ghost videos. Please, for the love, if you know <laughs> what we're talking about, you have to go over on Instagram oh, and so tell good. us. <laughs> they're so good. They have the image of the hot dog, like <laughs> the sheet. <laughs> so good excellent quality content back in the day but anyway so what are we doing today we are bringing back some of that summer nostalgia some of that early youtube days nostalgia and we're doing a good old-fashioned halloween tag and we're actually using a lot of questions that we found from videos that are like 10 years old on youtube it's great i'm really excited as a matter of fact the video we pulled up was joey grisefa and is that how you say his name i don't know whatever grisefa and he literally had like the millennial emo boy haircut yeah it was like classic like justin bieber hair when justin bieber hair was still a thing hella use of a straightener side part it was beautiful so that's genuine grade a nostalgia we got going so cheyenne's gonna start rattling them off and we are going to answer the questions and you will learn more about us and our halloweeniness 30 (laughs) rapid fire questions. I feel like this would also be a really fun to pull some of these and do them as like Instagram story polls. 1000% answers for these too. going to happen. We expect Um, quality answers. Yeah. If, if there's one of these that you just like you think of and it's brilliant and hysterical, send us a message. We want to know. Oh, 30 spooky questions. I just accidentally closed the page. Hold please. Okay. What is your favorite horror or Halloween themed song? Ooh, Abracadabra by The Doors. That's a good one. I always like, that is, I don't know. So back in the day as a kid, my dad had bought us at a random Safeway. We found a random cassette tape. So this shows how old we are, (laughs) but it was like Halloween party music. And Abracadabra is one of the songs on there. And I just always freaking loved it. And it just brings me into that Halloween space. Love it. That's amazing. How about you? What's your song? (laughs) I just start laughing. I'm embarrassed by this answer, but I'm going to stick with it. Uh, Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. 
like I love how you say that as if that's just like common knowledge. I've never heard this song in my life. You've never heard Werewolf Bar Mitzvah? Um, okay, so Werewolf Bar Mitzvah is a novelty song that was created for the show 30 Rock um, by Tracy Morgan. You need to look at please right now. Hopefully we don't get like flagged it's, copyright. I'm going to play a few seconds of it. Yeah. 15 seconds is all you need. That might be as long as the whole song is. That's not true. Actually, they made it a full length song. It's amazing. Look up at the sky. It's a full moon on the Sabbath. This is scary. Break it down. I was drinking late on my Torah. And I heard a knock on my bedroom door. I opened it up and to my surprise, there was a werewolf standing there with glowing gold eyes. Excellent. Yes, we are. I can see why you would like that. Yeah, it's total sense. It's just like, it's like Monster Mash vibes, but Mm -hmm. even more campy. So we're a fan. That was excellent. I'm going to look up that full song later. <laughs> Please do. I'll send you the episode of 30 Rock that it's in because it's great. <laughs> uh, name something you wouldn't want to run into in an abandoned building. Like worst nightmare scenario. You're in an abandoned building. You come around the corner and there is Slender Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. That's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> if we're going... Um, early aughts <laughs> nostalgia <laughs> honestly I think I'm more afraid of somebody not paranormal being in there like yeah I agree some person that's just like living in there that maybe like doesn't have good intentions or something I don't know but that would be terrifying yeah um to be fair I probably wouldn't want to run into like anything no literally abandoned building like, anything's worst like, case scenario stay abandoned please a question number three, have you ever played with a Ouija board? No. Never. <laughs> Those are dangerous. Um, okay. We know the answer to that question, but it was still worth asking because it was funny. For anyone uh, who's new that maybe hasn't listened to our first episode, yes, obviously. <laughs> we have right. Like it's in the title. The name. Yeah. <laughs> so. Fine. Uh, who is your favorite horror monster or villain? Ooh, that's a hard one. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, my mind kind of goes right to like the classics, like Freddy Krueger. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Mm. And I went like classic, like Dracula Frankenstein. Right. Like, like the old school, the OGs. But I'm also thinking... I don't know, like conjuring series and stuff. I kind of have developed a soft spot for the nun. I'm not gonna lie. Like she's oh. around, you know? She's around. <laughs> she's, she's hanging out in that abandoned building. Exactly. Not somebody you want to run into. <laughs> Amazing. Um, okay. What is the creepiest thing that's ever happened while you were home alone? I heard this one on the YouTube video and I was thinking about it. Right. Um, well, I don't, okay. I'll share a couple of things. So first of all, I wasn't really technically alone when this one happened. It was just in the middle of the night and I was the only one awake, but, um, I was up late at night reading like the nerdy middle schooler. I was like staying (laughs) up way too late. And, um, as I was about to go to bed 
and go to turn off my light. I like rolled over in bed and went to switch off my lamp. And I heard something whisper my name out in the hallway, like clear as a bell, straight up had a panic attack about it. Woke my parents up. They don't believe me to this day, but like that definitely happened. Freaked me out. But the other time, same house, um, when I was in middle school, my brother, so again, not totally alone, but my brother and I were home alone. Like our parents were at work and we were getting ready to go roller skating and we're sitting on our front step and there was nobody in the house. And as we were lacing up our skates and stuff, um, something like pounded on the door behind us. And he witnessed it too. He even called our mom at work and was like freaking out thinking someone was in the house and she came home and there was no one there, but yeah, super spooky stuff. Creepy. I don't actually have, we moved a lot. I don't feel like we were ever in a place long enough for a ghost to like settle in and fuck with shit. Um, Is anything like genuinely creepy though? Like I, our house in Idaho, I couldn't go in, like, I physically could not go into that basement without my dog. Like I needed something Ooh, like the one from high school. Yeah. Yeah. That place was creepy as hell. That I was never was creepy as <laughs> and my mom, because my mom's like, my mom like cans and makes snacks and shit. And my dad would, you know, hunt an elk or whatever. So there was always freezers in the basement. And my mom would be like, Oh, get me like a, go grab me a half a cup of rhubarb from the freezer. And it would always just be like, Oh, okay. Like <laughs> fine. It's a 30 second chore that I would have to like mentally prepare for. Mm-hmm. And I'd like flick on the light and I would run. I oh, never yeah. stayed in that basement longer than I had to. And I would come up the stairs, but I would never let my dog pass me on the stairs either. <laughs> like Jesse, you're a, everyone for a themselves. fatal flaw was that I was willing to sacrifice Jesse. So she had to go down first and she had to follow me up. So I would literally make her sit and then I would race up the stairs and she would follow me. <laughs> Poor Jesse. But all of those things were happening in my brain and not necessarily in the house. So. Um, okay. If you were dared to spend the night in a haunted house, would you do it? I mean, yeah. Caveat of this question. This question is better if you have to spend the the night alone. Yes. So. uh, (laughs) Because that changes my answer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'm thinking because I I had to do a lot of self-reflection this last weekend. (laughs) Because I very much love spooky stuff, but unintentionally on a work trip booked a hotel at a super haunted place in Colorado and didn't know about it until after I'd booked it and looked at reviews and there was let's just say there was like a 3 a.m story with a woman in a dark veil and I panicked and so there's this part of me that like loves this kind of stuff until I'm in the middle of it and I don't want that kind of stuff to happen to me so I'm easily able to sit here and be like oh yeah I would do that like I can't lose a dare you know but at the same time I would straight up be freaking out the entire night if I was there by myself yeah I agree I feel like it's so subjective to mm-hmm. the haunted house right like because yeah, I could probably I could probably muscle through the way you did and keep mm-hmm. myself alone in a hotel right I there's something about like there's something about knowing that someone might hear you scream that like makes me a little more comfy with it. But if it's like backwoods, Idaho, abandoned True. house, and I have to stay there for six hours overnight alone, I'm not going to do it. 
Yeah. And I think it matters like the backstory too, right? Like, like something about the hotel where I know there's other people around even still it like freaked me out, but like your point, like if, if it's like an old abandoned place where someone was brutally murdered versus like, right. Oh, you know, just an old granny died here. There's like a lady who hangs out here. Yeah. Like what level of haunting are we talking about? So we have like a checklist, like well, evaluation the criteria. specific too, because I could hang out in a haunted place all day by myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Fine. There's sunshine out. Great. I'll stay all day long. But the second the sun goes down, I'm like, nope, bye. So yeah. what, what kind of level of money would it take to get you to stay in a place like that? Because obviously just a dare, you're just like, you're just doing it just to prove a point, right? But money involved, you're like, okay, now we're talking. There's stakes in the game, you know? Yeah, you know, I, I need to know what the effect on my overall mental health long term is. <laughs> Because if I'm spending all this money on therapy afterwards, True. it's not fucking worth it. You're not getting good ROI. <laughs> like, like how much money? I mean, I mean, it has to be in the millions, I would say. Really? For me, overnight, the dark I'm way more afraid of than haunted shit. Like, okay, those- I'm obviously I need to set my bar higher. I'm sitting here like, I don't know, 500 bucks. 500? No. <laughs> I'm too cheap. <laughs> I have taken writing jobs for less or for more than that, that have not been worth it. So staying in the haunted house, no, it's gotta be, it's gotta be a seven figure number. If it's, if we're talking like backwoods, completely abandoned, no cell service. Sorry, I'm not. Oh, great. So they're here. (laughs) (laughs) My computer just winked out. I don't know what that was. Fantastic. (laughs) Staying in a haunted house tonight, I guess. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) Um, Do you consider yourself to be superstitious? 1,000%. Or just a little stitious? (laughs) No, there's like extra superstitious for me. Like I do the whole like- superstitions that you like adhere to? Are there? Yeah, like what are they? What are the ones that you're like- so all the country people are going to know exactly what I'm talking about, but my dad would legit like lose his mind if we did this, but like, I will fly across a room. If I see you put your hat on a bed, like that is believed to be absolute 100% bad luck. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially if it's like a cowboy hat. So like, I can't stand that. My husband learned very early in a relationship not to do that, <laughs> but I also, um, I don't know. Ever since I got a black cat, not so much, but I still do get a little heebie-jeebie if a black cat crosses my path. Like I'm like, damn it, why? Couldn't you have gone any other direction? Um, I don't like to walk under ladders. I hate that. It's so funny. I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast before, but I like really intentionally fuck with superstitions like that. Like if there's a ladder, I will walk under it every time. See, which might be why my life is such a shit show right now. <laughs> The other one that like really gets under my skin and it's kind of a newer one since I worked in the emergency response world. Yeah. But if somebody says like, Hey, it's going to be a quiet weekend or things are quiet around here. If you use the Q word whatsoever, I like am instantly cursing you because that means we're going to have a horrible weekend. And I've seen it pan out. Like (laughs) the superstition is not just a fake thing. And it's like worldwide, any kind of people in the first responder world definitely adhere to that. That's great. 
I, uh, I definitely always, uh, throw salt over my shoulder if I spill it. Mm, yeah. That's one that I always do. And I, I, like think, gonna... I think about walking across cracks a lot. Like if I'm, if mm. I'm actively paying attention to where my feet are, I do try to avoid them. Same. But also with like the throwing the salt over your shoulder, I always think of that scene in Dumb and Dumber. And I'm always worried that I'm like, (laughs) you're going to throw it in someone's face and then end up with sea bass, you know, (laughs) that's amazing. Um, there's a scene in just my luck where Lindsay Lohan knocks the salt over on the table and throws it over his shoulder and it gets in the waiter's eyes. And then he like knocks everything else off and falls and it creates this whole chain reaction disaster. So I'm more superstitious about ruining somebody's life with the salt. (laughs) I just like absorb it. I think. Yeah, that's great. Um, Do you ever see figures in your peripheral vision? Okay. Yes. And more so, I was just telling you about this the other day, you and Jeremy, but a couple of weeks ago, we all went on a cemetery trip um, and I've been seeing it so bad lately to the point that I think it's cats in my rear view or my peripheral vision, or I think there's yeah. like bugs crawling across my screen and it'll be nothing. And it's been happening for months now. Yeah, I definitely see stuff in my peripheral a lot. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. That question made me think, okay, this is dumb. Um, but you know, the movie, I am legend. Yes. <laughs> classic, <laughs> classic Will Smith flick. R.I.P. Will Smith's dog. <laughs> Dude, the fucking worst. That was, was like, who who approved that? Like, this is bullshit. Give this man <laughs> something. Like, he's endured enough trauma. He's learned. Yeah. Um, but I remember my stepdad. We went to that movie. I'm pretty sure I saw it with you. Um, and we went to like the nine o'clock showing. So my stepdad uh-huh. came and picked me up at like eleven thirty. And I just remember staring in the rearview mirror of the car the entire time we were driving home, just being like, please don't see anything. Like, please don't see. Cause all I could see was these crazy vampire creatures just like chasing after our car. Totally. I feel like that after watching, um, haunting in Connecticut, when the priest is driving yeah. home, you know, and the thing in the back of the car, ugh, that's my nightmare. I'm oh, always I think about things in the back of my car a lot for sure. Cause of just like all the urban legends about like serial killers that yeah. women are, are taught, you know, like my mom was always like, look under your car, you know, don't unlock it till you're right next to it in a parking garage. Mm-hmm. Always check the back seat. So, you know, all that like really horrifying trauma that's just like pounded into us as young adults. <laughs> Well, that was like the one thing that I really loved about living in New Orleans, (laughs) sidebar, other than it was roasting down there all the time. But I never once worried that there was somebody in the back of my car because they wouldn't be dead. Yeah, they would not survive. So I never had a fear of that. That's amazing. (laughs) It was a year of peace. (laughs) That's a great, that's great. I love that a lot. Or I just think about, there are a lot of stories of like people who visit Annabelle Mm-hmm. and who are like shitty to her who will like have car accidents or see her in the back seat before something happens and I'm just like no thank you cannot I was like who does that though like how how do you know that there's so many stories about bad things happening when you mess with her and like still be like I'm gonna try it out to see what happens like why take the risk it's the worst I don't get it um okay <laughs> so this one is uh which urban legend scares you the most? But I just need you to know that I've been watching the same gif for like five minutes on this list of things. And it's a woman with like Joker scars. Yeah. 
I'm going to make you look at it. Ew, I hate that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm really excited for this question so that I can scroll up and not have to look at her anymore. So urban legend that scares you the most. Honestly, Bloody Mary had me pretty fucked up, but I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm like from a classic like childhood level, Bloody Mary for sure. I still close my eyes when I walk by mirrors in the dark. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can I tell you though, the thing that stresses me out the most about Bloody Mary is the like her coming and killing your dog thing. Like that's the part of that urban legend that stuck in my brain. Okay, I I don't think I've ever heard that. I I could be totally off. It could be just the story that was told me too but I very distinctly remember them being like, no, like if you say she will like come in and she will kill your dog. That's messed up. Yeah. And so I'm, it's so much worse in my brain because of that. I'm like, she can like, take me. I volunteer to (laughs) you, like leave the dog at the bottom of the stairs, (laughs) then take the dog. (laughs) Horrifying. Right. I mean, to be fair, that's, that's fair. That's legit. We, we need to be called out on our bullshit. I appreciate that but that's your balance like if it's bloody mary then you're willing to be sacrificed if it's the demon at the bottom of the stairs if it's the I'm demon sorry. in my basement not a fucking chance because at least bloody mary's coming because i summoned her right like i did the shit she doesn't just like hang out in my basement waiting for me yeah do you prefer gore or thrillers 1000% thrillers i am not a gory movie person at all yeah, I tend to agree. And I also hate when they like do it over the top. Like, I don't know. It's just not my vibe. Yeah, that's fair. Um, do you believe in multiple dimensions or worlds? Yeah, 1000%. <laughs> yeah, I can't get into an elevator without thinking about the elevator game. So, or like that's the other urban legend I was thinking about is when, makeup. That's when, <laughs> um, like you hear about a, a building not having a 13th floor, but then the elevator opens up to the 13th floor and it's just yeah. like this weird otherworldly thing, like traumatizing. <laughs> no, thank you. Have you ever made a potion, my dear herbalist friend? On the daily. Every damn day. Every damn day we're making potions. Mm-hmm. Um, do you get scared easily? Ooh, that's a good question. I feel like this is another kind of like subjective one. Totally. Like if you jump out from behind a door, I'm going to be afraid. <laughs> right. Like I definitely like not jump scare, but startle easily, I would say. Yeah. But I'm also one of those people that I feel like in a situation where I'm freaked out, I can like talk myself through it pretty well. Yeah. So yeah. Have you ever played Bloody Mary? That's actually, I have to like, think about it. I'm like, have I done it myself or have I just been around other people who have done it? I don't know that I've actually done it myself. Well, good. Don't she'll kill your dog. (laughs) Wait, have you done it yourself or have, I know you had the babysitter that did it Not by myself. No, the only time I've ever done bloody Mary is, is babysitter, but I will tell you, I, I do have, (laughs) it's so funny. It's like that verbalizing it. Right. I've thought it right because you yeah. can't prevent yourself from thinking it right like you'll do that thing where you're like oh my god no like you're like brain it. stop <laughs> stop doing it why do you show me these horrible things <laughs> um but yeah no I've never actually 
no desire. I, no. I don't feel like Bloody Mary and I, I like, there's no reason. There's no reason for us to have any sort of symbiotic relationship. Like, it's fine. Hi, Sean. Have you ever played oh, Bloody Mary? Hey, we have a guest appearance. Come on in. Have you ever played Bloody Mary? Howdy, howdy. Have you ever played Bloody Mary, the game? You asked, you made him ask three times. I don't think so. <laughs> Fuck, I did it. We just played. <laughs> We're playing right now. Okay. <sighs> God damn it. Well, he's All right, forget it. I'm coming to Fort Collins. I'm staying the night. <laughs> Sounds good. Awesome. All right. We'll have fun. Bye. Bye. Ew. Just kidding. I love love. Bye, Rowan. Cute. Okay. Fuck, I'm sorry. See, that's the thing. We messed it up. We did the thing. Okay. Um, he's just like, what? Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you asking of me? <laughs> to be fair, my vodka orange juice is gone. So I need to pick up the pace okay. on my Corona. Do you believe in demons or the devil? Hmm. This is another good question. Cause it's a good question. so I don't I don't know that I believe in like the Christian interpretation of the devil do I believe that there is the balance of good versus evil or that there's like um I don't know negative malevolent yeah type of energy that exists in the world that can manifest in the form of something that we would think of as the devil yes but that being said I do feel like I definitely believe in things like angels and demons. Again, do I not? I don't think I necessarily. Great Dan Brown book. What? It's not a great little book by Dan Brown. Right. Um, (laughs) But I don't know that I think of them in the Christian interpretation either. I I think of them again as I would fairies or other types of like elemental spiritual beings that we just don't quite understand. More energetic. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Um, my answer is very similar. I, or, or I guess is similar. My answer is identical. It's the same. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> um, but I do take kind of a perverse pleasure in like occasionally kind of celebrating that energy from that like Christian perspective lens, which is like my religious trauma, right? Like that's my own shit <laughs> that I'm working through. But like, we're well, also Roe v. Wade. So all of us are like members of the TST now. So yeah. So my, um, my partner and I, we played this game or my family does. We play this game called aggravation with dice and marbles. And I have a tendency to roll triple sixes and six is a really good roll. Six means you get to go again. So anytime I roll triple sixes, the, the joke is, or what I always say, it's like my little mantra every time it happens is the dark Lord smiles upon me. And depending on the company I'm in, depending on the company I'm in, it's not always received well, uh, which is (laughs) why it's fun. Like one of my, you know, genuine pleasures in life is making people uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Especially in this realm. So like, like in that, like hail Satan, yes, daddy, kind of like (laughs) pinky view of it I am like fully 110% on board like give me chilling adventures of Sabrina Satan any day like seriously and I will bow down and do your bidding forever like no question 
I'm just like picturing you at like a random college party where you maybe were like brought with a mutual friend, but don't know anybody else at the party. Right. And you're starting to play like drinking games and then you roll a triple six and say that and everybody's like, who is this person? A lot of times people like pretend they don't hear it. That's kind of the move, right? Like my mom will just be like, okay. Um, like that cognitive dissonance yeah no it's my favorite thing I'm like no this is this is great this is my I appreciate that I think it's kind of funny and if he's helping me win a game then I'm not mad about it yeah it goes Uh, (laughs) but yes I agree with you I do think there's some scary fucking energy that we don't understand that exists both in the supernatural world and the human world you know like I feel like Mm -hmm. there's no real genuine version of the devil or satan that compares with some of the like pure evil that exists in humanity seriously seriously that's such a good point I had to like <laughs> had to bring it around a little logically after that <laughs> I have a Satan kink clearly sorry guys oh my gosh. Question number 16. <laughs> I can't remember through 16. That's a lot. Yeah, there's 30 on this list. I know, but like we went through those so quickly. Yeah, we're doing well. Telluride, please stop making noise. You're stressing out mommy. She just has this thing with the blinds here. It's annoying. Okay. You are home alone and you hear footsteps in your house. What do you do? Panic. <laughs> Die immediately. Yes. Stationary panic fall over. I don't know. I'd probably be doing something stupid like investigating it and trying to figure out where it's coming from. I'd be that girl in the horror movie. That's one of the questions. Not oh, yet, though. <laughs> okay. You get trapped. I used to, I swear to gosh. I used to, I've been rewatching Kimmy Schmidt. Um, so I'm not swearing to God anymore. I'm swearing to gosh. Um, <laughs> I have had this recurring dream many times. Of being trapped? Of being sucked into a movie, like sucked into the screen. You're at a movie theater watching a horror film and you are Ooh. pulled into the screen and you cannot get out. You are stuck in a horror movie for the rest of your goddamn life. What horror movie are you stuck in? Mm-hmm. That is an excellent question. Right? Okay, so I have like, none of them I really want to be stuck in for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Right? That's fair. That's very fair. So my two favorite horror movies, which it might be, I consider them horror. They are in the horror genre. Fair. I think you can really pick. So to give you a great example, the person whose thing I'm reading these off of picked Sean the Sheep. So like, oh, cheating. You can you can cheat a little bit. <laughs> um, but if I was picking a horror movie to be stuck in, I would be stuck in Sweeney Todd. Ooh, that's such a good one. Because at least it's musical, and I get to eat pie. Do you really want to eat that pie though? <laughs> I would eat pie. I would probably eat people pie. People are not my favorite thing right now. Like oh it's, pro- 
It probably would not bother me that much. But we all also know that my favorite horror movie is Jaws. So like, sure, I can live in Jaws and just know that I don't swim in the ocean. That's true. And then I just get to live in Amity, Massachusetts and have like this nice little New England summer for the rest of my life. While people around me get killed, but like, that's fine. The one that's coming to my mind, and I don't know why, because I think this would suck majorly, but the woman in black with Daniel Radcliffe. That's actually a decent answer though. But it's just like the whole vibe of it, you know, like it's got that Victorian feel to it. Totally. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate being stuck in that one either. That's not a bad one. And really like the only one that deals with the woman in black is really him. So yeah, you can (laughs) be a a child. Exactly. That's perfect. Or I think I would really like the Sleepy Hollow too. Sleepy Hollow or like does Nightmare Before Christmas count? Because I would live there. Yeah. Like that would be fine. Yeah, I think it counts. Okay. You can only wear one Halloween costume for the rest of your life. Ah. Which is really funny because I wore the same Halloween costume for five years in a row. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I'd want to be Morticia Adams. Oh, that's a good one. She's a bad bitch. You pull that one off well. You've got the hair for it. Mm -hmm. The attitude, the general vibe. I like My husband and I are kind of quirky together. Yeah, I would be old Greg. (laughs) Oh, that's such a good one. I can only be one. I have the tutu. I have the general demeanor. I have the same codependent clingy tendencies. Old Greg and I are one and the same. We like Bailey's. (laughs) That's accurate. Uh, My husband and I once had to Google how much Bailey's you would have to drink to actually get drunk from it. And it's like a fucking gallon, guys, because I bet it is. (laughs) (laughs) So if you can make it without throwing up. (laughs) That was super fun. Um, okay. Would you ever go to a graveyard at night? Yes, absolutely. Always. That's the best. Find time. a lot of peace in a graveyard at night. I agree. Okay. In a zombie apocalypse, what is your weapon of choice? Oh, damn. That's such a good question. Good one, right? But see, you have to think of what kind of zombie apocalypse we're living in because there are right. different kinds. Are we living in Walking Dead zombie apocalypse? Are we living in Zombie Land zombie apocalypse? Different, different strokes. Do we need to do the double tap or <laughs> like what is actually going to make us successful in this? I feel like consistently is it like more across- body zombie apocalypse where I just have to make them fall in love with me. Cause that's a Libra superpower. <laughs> I, I feel like it. consistently across the board though. And we're thinking about zombies. Like you almost always have to decapitate them. Right. So I think yeah, I always want the some sort of, because sometimes guns work, sometimes they don't. So like, it's not something you can depend on. Well, but... guns are like dependent on the ammunition that you load them with. So, right. Like, if you run out of shit, you run out of shit. Yeah. But a machete, you can keep like sharp all the time. Right. Michonne is also the hottest person in the Walking Dead franchise by a long shot. So I haven't really seen it. That's fine. I quit watching after a couple of seasons, but I feel like there's a lot of shows like that, that like knock it out of the park first few seasons. And then they just like go to crap after that. But she uses, well, she uses a katana. So Ooh. similar. I'm into it. Big fancy knife. But the only problem with that, that's what the appeal of guns is, right? Is because you don't have to be so close range. 
but like bow and arrow, not really practical. Like you really right. do have to kind of get up close and personal to chop some heads off. So. And again, you still have to have like the ammunition of the arrows on your person at all times. Could I also just like live in a tank that never runs out of gas? I mean, that is an option. Like choices. Would you rather go to a Halloween party or go trick-or-treating? Damn it. That's a good question. I know. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. There is a part of me that really misses trick-or-treating. I love trick-or-treating. When I volunteered with Big Brothers Big Sisters, that was my favorite. Like, I was like, this is the best. I extended my excuse to go get candy for like an additional four years. And it was amazing. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, I want, like, now I'm like trying to like beg all of my friends that have kids right? to be like, like I'll take, take your them. kid out trick-or-treating. <laughs> but then they also want to take their kid out trick-or-treating because obviously their parents and they're like making memories and stuff. But I'm like, and we also don't have that many friends that have children. <laughs> yeah. That's the uh, millennial curse, right? Our world is on fire. None of our <laughs> friends are having babies. So, but I do love a good Halloween party too. We threw some, we had some good Halloween parties growing up. We did. We absolutely did. Like we had some fun ass Halloween parties. Okay. You are in a horror movie. Are you the final girl, the first to die? Definitely not the final girl. (laughs) The comic relief, the skeptic, the smart one, or the killer? Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, is it weird that a part of me kind of wants to be the killer, even though I just know that I don't have that in me, but if we're talking alternate realities. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. I mean, the killer. I, like- I wouldn't be the final girl. I don't think I'd necessarily be the first to die. I like to think I'm funny, but am I like cheesy horror movie funny? I don't know. Right. That's fair. I, uh, yeah, I agree. I'm like, I feel like a lot of these are really subjective titles too. Cause like, I, I think in some circumstances could consider myself to be the smart one. Right. But also in different horror movies, I might be the first to die. I don't fucking know. (laughs) Yeah. Like if we had to survive out in the woods, I'd probably be the final girl, you know? Yeah. Same. Like if it's, (laughs) if it's a matter of survival, but if it's zombie apocalypse, but if it's like psychological, yeah. Like if it's like saw, I'm out. I'm the first, I'm gone. And that's like my choice at that point. Like who wants to survive all of that? You know? Yeah. I'm like, no, thank you. Like, goodbye. I don't want to play this game. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, can you give me a better weapon to just make this done? That would mm-hmm. be great. Um, okay. <laughs> Do you have to watch something happy after watching a horror movie so you yes. can go to sleep? <laughs> 1000%. Yes. Um, Literally, I used to have to watch an episode of Friends after Game of Thrones so I could like <laughs> settle my fucking nervous system. So yeah. Actually, yeah. it's funny you bring that up because when I was staying in the haunted hotel this last weekend was like freaking out. I couldn't even watch Sabrina. Like I tried to watch Sabrina funny. and was like, nope, I can't do it. It's too dark and creepy <laughs> for <laughs> in right now. <laughs> I love that. Okay. <laughs> Number 24. While watching scary movies, are you the person who yells at the characters, the person who covers their eyes, or the person who falls asleep before it's over? Definitely the first two. 
Yeah. And I've gotten a lot better since I've gotten older, but I used to be the person that would like gasp and like squeal. <laughs> For sure. I'm very vocal. Um, also, if it's too scary, I will just decide to make out with somebody the entire time and not watch it at all. There's always that. I mean, I feel like that's kind of the point of watching horror movies in high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, I definitely, I cover my eyes, not just at scary movies though. Like I cover my eyes at a lot of gore. Oh, same. Like we were watching a thing where a guy broke his leg the other day and I was like, Ugh. can't like, tell me when it's done. Right. Okay. Are you the person who gets scared or the person who does the scaring? Ooh, probably more so the person who does the scaring. Like when I worked in a haunted house, like the Halloween version type of a haunted house in middle school, that was one of my favorite jobs I've ever had ever. That's fun. Um, okay. Uh, favorite scary book. Oh, dang, this is hard. We've talked about this before. I don't remember what your answer was. I mean, of all time that people would probably know is The Shining. Like, I really yeah. love The Shining. But there is an author by the name of Jennifer McMahon. McMahon? McMahon? Yeah. McMahon. Yeah. McMahon. Yeah. She's so good. She's got this book called The Winter People. Mm. And it's based in Vermont and it has like that New Englandy Halloweeny vibe, but it's like spooky haunted house classic. Oh, she is like, and everything she writes is phenomenal, but the winter people is like oh, chef's kiss. So good. Fantastic. I love that. We all know that I'm a slut for Stephen King. So pick it. Which one? Um, Misery. I haven't read that one yet. Misery, probably because there's a part of me that romanticizes the writing aspect of it. Because mm. <laughs> I'm a fucking sure. monster. Uh, have you seen, have you watched that show Castle Rock on Hulu? No. So it's like, um, there's two seasons of it. It's phenomenal, but it's like the um, recreation and retelling of Stephen King books. And it's like in a Stephen King universe. Have so you watched all... the new Firestarter yet? No. Was Zach to. fucking Efron? No, I need to. Beautiful. I'll watch, I'll watch Firestar and you have to watch Castle Rock, but it's so good because it's all based in Maine and like all the different stories kind of merge together. And it's got um, the actor that played Pennywise. Oh, phenomenal. Fabulous. Um, what was the first horror movie you ever saw? Oh my gosh. This is that hard. Is- I don't actually know. Um, the earliest one that I can think of other than Jaws, which fucking traumatized me. <laughs> so good. Um, is the boogeyman from oh, like the early 2000s. Yeah. That movie fucked me up too. <laughs> That's a good one. I honestly think my first one may have been something like the ring. Like, uh, yeah. I like think- my first like genuine horror movie. Yeah, I think I might have seen The Ring after. Like, I feel like I watched The Ring much later than a lot of other people did. Yeah. But I do think it was right around that time. But I definitely think The Boogeyman was probably one of the first. That's a good one. Do you remember your very first Halloween costume? I don't Um, think, like, baby ones count. Like, the first one you picked for yourself. I was very much, like, the child that loved animals. So, like, I was a cat every year for like at least the first seven years of my life yeah. <laughs> just various different types of cats for sure I was a snow leopard I was a lion mm-hmm. 
I, uh, my grandma, so my grandma Connie always used to make my Halloween costumes. That was like our thing. So every summer when I would go and visit, we would go to like Joanne's and flip through all of the patterns. Oh my gosh. I love like that patterns. It was fucking phenomenal. It's the best. Um, and I would pick and she, she made, and she made my costumes like well into like beginning of high school. So would you like base your costume around the fabric or would you find the fabric to fit? No, I would find the costume. I would flip through all the pattern books and I would find it first. So I have like, I have a box of, I was a sunflower one year. That was really cute. cute. Um, I've been Corella DeVille, uh, an angel and a devil, uh, lots of cats. I've been a lion and a snow leopard. Um, my Rapunzel outfit was one of my favorites. And that one, I think I was probably like four or five. Um, but I had this like really great, cute little nineties bowl cut at the time. Right. (laughs) And so my, she made me this pointy princess hat and it had this huge yellow yarn braid that like hit the floor. That one was one of my favorites. My Rapunzel outfit was a good one. That is precious. She made some really cool outfits. I was a vampire, like a really cool, like sexy vampire with like a corset dress. That was one of the last ones she made. What a cool like memory to have though. Yeah, it was so much fun. Nostalgia. I know. I love Halloween. Um, what are you going to be for Halloween this year? Okay, I'm sorry. I am dying at telly. <laughs> is she being crazy? Oh my God. Yeah. She knows how to open doors. So she's like literally just up there grabbing the handle. She likes to sleep in the laundry basket in the closet. She's a crazy person. Oh, I apologize. I was distracted. What's the question? No. Uh, what, what do you want to be for Halloween this year? Oh my gosh. I have no idea. Sean and I have been going back and forth so much, but, um, we got into Vikings for a little while, that Ooh. TV show. So we were like, and I have the biggest crush on Lagatha. Like I would legit allow her to join our marriage. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we talked about like being Vikings and maybe that would be kind of fun. Or um, also we've talked a lot about the um, couple from what we do in the shadows. Yeah. Doing that. I don't know. I don't know. I have to keep thinking about it. That's a good one. How about you? What's on your mind for Halloween this year? Yeah, you know, I, uh, I've i been really lazy with Halloween uh, lately because I tend to not do like Halloween-y things. Like Halloween's become more of like a, a Sabbath ritual kind of experience for me. So I don't necessarily like, like your Halloween party was what I went to last year and I was Wednesday Adams because I had the dress. Like, <laughs> You know, I feel like my husband and I, like, we get so into the couple's costume every year that we feel like we need to, like, keep stepping it up. Yeah, and <laughs> so he's, like, not really a costume guy. Like, he's not, like, he would do one, but we just, like, the, like, Halloween parties isn't quite the thing that we do. Like, that's just not how we typically spend our Halloween. So, um, I mean, realistically, if I'm going to be old Greg for the rest of forever, I'll just be old Greg because it's an easy costume and he can be the fisherman and that's really simple. I'm also really pissed that I've never seen you as old Greg. I, yeah, college, college me is a different story. I was old Greg. I was Justin Bieber. I just like interchanged those two for a long time and they were always crowd pleasers. Yeah, 100%. I was always warm. It was excellent. Also, if anyone in our coven doesn't know who old Greg is, 
YouTube that shit right now. Get out. It's kind of part of the application process to be part of this crew. <laughs> yeah. Not that they're exclusionary by any means, but you all need to know who old Greg is. Ooh, okay. You get to pick. This is question number 30. We did it. We did it. Um, if you could have a spooky Halloween pet, a black cat, an owl, a bat, a rat, a wolf, what would you pick? What's your spooky? Do I have Halloween? to pick out of those? Uh, no, if you have a different familiar, you want pick a different familiar. I I am like so drawn to toads. That is like my that's so cute. Halloween-y witchy familiar. These toads. Yeah. And I want a big old fat one, like like a 10 pound toad. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like a big one that you need like a dog purse to carry. Right. And he just like has this big belly, like whenever he like croaks. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Because toads, when you pick them up, you'd like, you can have a toad that's like, I don't know, half a pound or whatever. And they're pretty chunky. And then they're like, Beep! and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. No, that would be great. Um, I would want like a milk snake or like a white snake. Mm. That That's what I would want. Something that could like constantly be slithering and creeping people out all over me. Yeah. But you act like you have no idea they're even there. Yeah. It's like, I don't yeah. even notice. I don't even notice. I'm just like this in tune with this critter. You can sit down and be like the badass energy, like with your snake. And I will sit down at the table and just like plop out my toad. <laughs> plop a toad. <laughs> like out of my bowling ball bag, you Fantastic. know? <laughs> um, okay. Do you have, are there any questions that you wanted to answer that we didn't, that weren't on that list? Any other Halloween? When do you start feeling the Halloween energy? Like, when does it start getting to you? Um, for me, it's like, I consider this my birthday, which is the first day of Libra season. I consider that the beginning of Halloween, like mm-hmm. Halloween starts September 23rd for me. I like that. I feel like I start feeling like almost like the thinning of the veil feeling around this time of the year, like peak summer where you're really hot, but you're just starting to feel like the subtle shifting of the fall to come, you know, the anticipation you're just like edging autumn. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I guess you could say that. (laughs) Maybe I'm the comic relief. I don't fucking know. (laughs) Not intentionally. That's the problem. We're only funny when we're not trying to be. What is our summer ween per witch and slip? slip? I think your summer ween per witch and slip is to, it goes, it's twofold, okay? Mm -hmm. If you are a summer witch, if this time of year fills you up, if you fucking love it, if the heat is like where you absorb all of this energy, if you were like a big time sun witch, enjoy it. Don't rush through it. Ignore the rest of us whiny It's quite fleeting who can't like just let you have your fucking moment. But also if you're desperate for a pumpkin spice latte, that's fine. Go make one. Uh, The beautiful thing, the beautiful thing about capitalism (laughs) is that Halloween shit is in stores right now. Bath and Body Works has Halloween candles. Home Goods has Halloween decorations. Go get your fucking fix. You can do it. Enjoy it. Don't feel guilty for it. However early you need to start mm-hmm. or however late you need to postpone it. Both of those are perfectly viable options. If bitches can start freaking Christmas in October before Halloween's even started. Right. And you can start Halloween in July. You can start now. Pumpkins are starting to ripen and shit and grow. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. A bat literally flew into my face 
like two weeks ago. That was a spin. (laughs) (laughs) So you can celebrate Halloween. There are bats living in my fireplace. Uh, We've discovered. Wait, like for real? Yeah, for real. So it flew into your face in your apartment? No, we were on the patio. Oh, thank God. Like it hit both of us. It was crazy. It was literally crazy. I mean, I love bats, but that's terrifying. Yeah, it was great. Um, It was very strangely invigorating. Life has been weird. I mean, I guess you can see like that feels very much like a sign of some kind to have a bat just like face plant you. Yeah, poor thing. I hope he's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note, we cannot wait to see you all on Samhain. Thank you so much for being here, being the best freaking community we could have ever asked for. Let us know your answers to these questions. Yeah, we're going to be all up in the grams after we drop this. So we love you all. See you in autumn. I love you, witches. Cheers. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Ouija Boards and Midnight Marks. If you're having a witching good time, we hope you'll help us to grow this little coven. You all know it's us against AI in this algorithm e algorithm world, so please help us out. Please like, rate, and subscribe anywhere you're listening to us. Also, we want to connect with our spooky, Marg-loving friends out there, so please like and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Links for those profiles will be in the show notes. And hey, be sure to tell us what you're drinking tonight. We love you all so much, witches. Cheers.